You're listening to On the Couch with Carly. Carly's couch is a safe space to talk. I'm a psychologist, but I'm not your pipe-smoking, tweed-wearing stereotype. Hello, and welcome to another episode of On the Couch with Carly. I'm Carly, and today we're going to talk about gratitude. So gratitude is something that I have been banging on about in my blog since the day I started it. Um, when I started the blog, I wanted to have like a weekly feature, something that gave um, the blog a bit of continuity and a bit of a rhythm. And I also wanted to find something that would uh, kind of in- engage people and hopefully be a great um, add-on benefit for for people who who read the blog. So I started this thing called Gratitude Wednesdays. And really the idea was um, a check-in for everyone to just go, hang on, what are we grateful for? Um, and the thing about gratitude is that it's got such amazing benefits. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about that in a bit. Uh, but what you really need to know for now is that gratitude uh, really is about considering and counting your blessings, about thinking about the things that you have, the things that you that you that you can say you are thankful for in your life. And it's it's like changing changing the script, flipping the script to be a bit more positive. Um, and it really is brilliant for combating negative moods, for combating um, yeah, those moments where we're feeling a bit down. It's a great pick me up. But it also can be an amazing practice that becomes almost like a way of life. So it is a bit sort of, um, you know, sunshine and rainbows and all that sort of thing. It can be a little bit kind of, oh, just just be grateful. But um, if I didn't know that it worked so well, I would also be like, ugh, gross, that's so that's so American or something, you know. But it, it actually is so effective. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. So there's research that has been done on gratitude. Um, I'm not going to bore you with the with the science of it, but I have got a few studies that I can share if you really are interested. Um, but really, the, that that re, that the research is showing that this is very f- effective as a tool for combating um, psychological difficulties. Now, initially, all the research was being done on well people and just looking at you know everyday people talking about the things they're grateful for and to just, you know, give thanks or to write thank you notes to people and whether that actually has an impact on their mood and and it does. But they've also just recently, I mean, recently, a couple of years, they've been doing research on um, mental health patients, like people who are seeking mental health services. So as is the case with with research, it's always done at universities. So they, they had 300 university students do a randomized control trial and they compared the results um, to see what, what, you know, what, what actually does gratitude do if it, if it does make a difference. And they looked at people that are already kind of identifying themselves as having difficulties uh, who are accessing mental health services. If they, if they were instructed to write um, letters of thanks, um, I think it's they have to do it weekly for three weeks. That's the intervention, and then they test it afterwards. And they they tested it three weeks after it, and they tested it twelve weeks after it. And they measured the well being of the participants, and 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 all of the scores showed that the people who'd written the gratitude like journals or written out the thankful thank you notes were doing much much better than the other groups. 
And they, they, they listed in this um, article a few of the reasons why they think that that is. And the main reason, which I think is something we all can use, and, and, and I think that's what I love the most about it, is that it's something you can do at, at home with yourself in your mind. You don't need to go to a psychologist, although it's not going to be um, as beneficial as therapy or it's not going to replace the benefits of therapy. But even if you come to therapy, you've still got to be with yourself for the rest of the time, you know. So it's so nice to have a tool. And one of the greatest tools is grat- is gratitude. So, so, this, so this is how it works. So if I'm thinking about this bad thing that's happened to me or I'm um, only aware of the negative emotions that I'm, that I'm, you know, that I'm feeling or the negative thoughts that are going through my mind. So let's say I'm studying and I'm feeling really um, nervous about the upcoming exam. And the only thing that I can think about is that, um, you know, if I don't pass, then I'm going to, you know, it's maybe going to have to repeat. And then if I repeat, maybe I'm not going to get into the school I want to get into and blah, 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 and it's a downward spiral. So what gratitude does is it, it the words they use was it unshackles you from toxic emotions. The way I like to think of it is it gives you an alternative path for your for your mind to go down. So if your if your mind is going down a negative path, let me tell you about negativity. It's so easy. It's so easy. Our brains just go right for it. So if you start to think about all the negative things, all the worries, all the anxieties, um Really, it's just so easy to get stuck there with all that with all that stuff. And I'm not saying don't be aware of your negative thoughts and don't like. There's nothing wrong with negative thoughts. Nothing wrong with negative um, emotions. You have to be aware of them. You have to include them as part of who you are. We are not always happy. We are not always thankful. We are not always feeling great, and that's okay. You've got to honor those moments. Um, and especially those emotions, if they're connected to something that's meaningful. I mean, gosh, if you have have been affected by, you know, something that's devastated you, please feel those feelings. This is not a time to impose gratitude. But I think gratitude is amazing for when you're stuck in a little bit of a loop with your negative thoughts. Um, or if you're struggling, I mean, very often, you know, depression and anxiety, it's it's not, you're not fixated on things that are like actually really problematic you you associating something with something negative and you can change that association so what it does is by thinking about what you are grateful for or by saying to someone else what you're grateful for that they're doing in your life or to to share that that um, that idea of gratitude with someone else you are changing that thought pattern and and shifting your focus away from the negative association to the positive or to the just the, the the gratitude, which, you know, I don't think gratitude has to be about like, I have it all. It doesn't have to be about I've got, I've got it all. I'm perfect. It's amazing. You know, I think we get so caught up in this idea that either it's got to be perfect or it's a failure. And that all or nothing thinking is so dangerous, you know. So if you're saying, I've, you know, I, because I don't have X, Y, and Z, my life's shambles, that's a very toxic way of viewing it, you know. However, if you look at your life and you say, okay, well, 
I am grateful that I have these people around me who care about me and want to know about my problems even when, you know, I'm feeling shit they're still around. Or I'm grateful that even though I'm really nervous about this upcoming exam, I know that I've done enough work in the term that I do have some marks that, that, that count in my favor. I also am grateful that I have a lecturer who I have a relationship with so I can talk to him about what's, you know, what my results are in case there's something that I feel is unfair or whatever. Um, you know, it's about saying, what do I have rather than what do I not have? Um, and I also think it's a great approach to have in relationships. So um, long-term relationships in particular, long-term friendships, long-term intimate partner relationships, they can be really hard to maintain. You know, the beginning stages, it's exciting, it's fun. You know, specifically, specifically, if you are with... Um, you know, an intimate partner, it's, there's the, the whole excitement of falling in love and your brain chemistry is going all crazy and, it's, you know, it's just like a big high. And that high eventually, um, it, it will mellow out and, that you know, that those, those brain chemicals are just not going to be doing their thing as much as they were in the beginning. And you've got to choose every single day to be grateful and to have an attitude of gratitude, as I say. Um, you know, so to look at your partner, your partner is never going to fulfill all of your needs. No one can perfectly meet all of your needs all of the time. So there's going to be moments when your partner is um, a disappointment or, you know, fails you in some way even. And of course, you have a right to be upset about those things. So it's not about denying those emotions, but it's also about saying, I feel my feelings. It does feel shit. I'm having this experience. But in the next moment, I'm going to choose gratitude. So I'm going to look at what I do have in this partner. I'm going to look at what he does or she does offer me. I'm going to look at how I can just focus my attention on what is there rather than what is not there. And that's hugely beneficial. So so the reason this um the reason this works so well is that it's got this added benefit of of really shifting your um your mind's eye and and changing the neural patterns that you know your brain is not going it's not orientating towards the negative it's orientating towards what is there and what makes you feel good and what makes you feel like at ease and that immediately has an impact on your emotional or nervous system so um it really does work so um just before i go into how we can cultivate gratitude i just want to say i looked at some other research just to see what was the the kind of conclusions that were drawn around all the research and how it benefits us how does gratitude benefit us and um these are the these are the benefits okay so it improves our relationships and it also um, it creates new opportunities for relationships. So if I express thanks to people, like simple, simple situations, like I go to the shop and someone's helping me with my groceries, instead of just looking right past them and just, you know, doing it like a robot, you know, pay, blah, buy, whatever, to actually look them in the eyes and say, thank you so much for your help today. It's so crazy, but that is not going to just be for that person who it may make their day. But let me tell you what it's going to do to you. Your brain is going to be flooded with some good old-fashioned serotonin, some dopamine. You're going to feel good about yourself. Um, this is going to be a, a moment where you're going to walk away and feeling 
positive, feeling like something is being added. And it may involve, it may actually increase like a connection. So maybe someone will say to you, oh, thank you so much for saying that to me today. I really needed to hear that, you know, whatever. My, I'm feeling bad today. I'm feeling tired. And then you have a conversation. Although it's just someone at the supermarket, um, it is so beneficial to have those sort of moments of connection and they are good for us. It's good for us to connect with other human beings. We feel better when we're connecting with other people. We feel better when people look us in the eye and show us that they're interested in us. That actually really helps us. So it's a great it's a great tool. Okay, the other thing is um, gratitude has been shown to be amazing for your health. It has actual health benefits. The reason for this is because if you are grateful for your health and if you're grateful for the life that you're living, you're going to take care of it better. It's just simple. Like anyone who values something would take better care of it. So if you are acknowledging and noticing and recording, literally recording the things that you value about your life, this will actually increase your awareness of its value. It will, ma it will make your life feel more valuable because you're saying it you're you're making it um you're making it concrete by by writing it or putting it down or thinking it okay it also increases your psychological health um so the research shows that it increases happiness it decreases depression um i would say it also is amazing for and this has also been proven it's amazing for increasing your empathy for towards other people and also it decreases aggression so when you're grateful you are less likely to become insecure or envious um you sleep better when you're grateful apparently if you write down what you're grateful for before you go to sleep you will sleep deeper and longer than if you didn't how's that um it's great for self-esteem so you compare yourself less if, you, if you're grateful for, for yourself and for your life. So I'm sure every single one of you who, if you're on social media, would have had the experience of scrolling through social media, looking at someone else's page or feed or whatever you want to call it, and, and having that feeling of, oh, damn, I wish my life was like this. Why, why am I not more X, Y, Z? And social media is unfortunately terrible for this. We, we compare ourselves. But you have to remember that this, that this social media thing, it's, it's not real. It's just, it's someone else's highlight reel, you know? And that's what we need to look at it as. Someone is projecting out into the world what their highlights are. And that's great. Like, let them project their highlights, but know that you can't compare your life with that. That's not an accurate comparison. But what's amazing is if you are grateful for your life. So in, in that moment, when you look at that person's page and you see, Okay, that person's out at that club that I have never been to, and I really want to. I really want to go to that club. Or oh, that person's got a husband and a baby, and I don't have anything like that. Yes, if you compare yourself and you only see what they have and what you don't have, you will feel shit. But if you stop and you say, okay, but let's rather do a gratitude exercise, and you instead count down like put down five reasons why you are grateful for your life right now, why your feed is special to you, why, it's, why it matters, why it's more meaningful, you'll feel better. 
yeah, okay, you're not going to necessarily be 100% satisfied, but you're going to be far more satisfied than if you were just looking at that person's feed and, and comparing it straight up. So I, I really think that that's another great benefit. Um, the other thing is that they say in the research that um, gratitude is actually great for increasing mental strength, which I thought was quite interesting, and overcoming trauma. And it fosters resilience. So what what the the research participants that they were looking at were um, World War veterans and also people who had witnessed the Twin Towers um, being bombed and how if they got those victims to um, every week consider their their um, the things that they're grateful for in their life, they actually saw that they reduced those symptoms dramatically dramatically <laughs> drastically <laughs> dramatically drastically okay i'm making up words here so basically it works guys it works and that's the only reason i do bang on about it um but it's not necessarily that easy to do so i'm going to first tell you how to do it and then i'm going to talk about why we don't do it so these are the ways we can cultivate gratitude. Number one, you can write a thank you note, but you don't have to share it with anyone. So gratitude is not contingent on someone else knowing that you're grateful. Okay. It is just as effective if all you do is tell yourself what you're grateful for. But if you want to, you can actually like, you know, make it concrete and physically write a, a thankful note, you know, a thank you note to someone or to just, you know, for example, like someone gives you... Sh shit service at the customer service you could write a crappy letter or you could reframe it and think about the things that you saw that were done well you know by the company or whatever it may be it just don't do it because you you um like in that situation you'd probably be like vitriolic and write about like you know this crap people and they do this crap thing but you're gonna feel crap after that you're just gonna feel like angry and frustrated and tense Whereas if you write that you, um, you know, you're grateful for their service and there's just a few things that you'd like to point out and you, you write what you are grateful for. I'm really glad that this came on time. I'm really glad that it was packaged the way it was, but unfortunately it came back, it was broken or whatever the thing may be. But the point is you start with what you're grateful for. You're going to feel better. Don't do it for anyone else. Do it for yourself. You're going to feel better. And that's a reason to do it. Um Okay, so that's the first thing. Then if you don't want to actually write something physically to anyone or it's not about anyone else, it's just about you, then there are amazing self self tools that you can do. So there is, you can literally just write it mentally in your mind or you can physically write down a list. I, I always um, opt for like the gratitude journal, gratitude list approach. So honestly, I've used this on myself. You're having a shitty day. Maybe you haven't eaten, so your blood sugar's low. Um, something happens and you get frustrated. Something small can happen and you feel frustrated and you zoom into a crappy mood. You just go, whoa, I'm in. I'm in this crappy mood. And suddenly everything is shit. And you're like, oh, I hate this and I hate that and why this and why that. And I can't believe it. I'm, I'm shit and I never do this. And so easy to get stuck into that mood. But if you remember and you say to yourself, hold on, let me just quickly write a gratitude list you won't believe how good it makes you feel. And a gratitude list is literally just sitting down and writing. You can decide five things that I'm grateful for right now. And you can start big, you know, 
my health, my family, uh, the fact that I'm safe right now. I think it's really important when you're dealing with trauma. The first thing you must always say, I'm safe now, I'm safe now. Even if you have to say that to yourself every day, you have to say it every day or, you know, every minute of every day. I'm safe now, I'm safe now. That trauma is devastating, but it's not, I'm not in it anymore. I'm safe now, I'm safe now. It's not about winning. It's not about being the best at something. It's just about noticing the things that do matter in your life that you do have. So yes, I might be hungry. Yes, I might be annoyed with what's happening. Um, yes, I may be hurt by someone. But let me just refocus and think about the things that are going well and the things that I'm grateful for, the things that I truly, truly, if it was taken away from me, I would be devastated. So let me look at the things that I have right now. And then a gratitude journal is basically just something that you carry around with you and you write down every time you have a grateful thought or, you know, you know, if you want to do a gratitude list, you write it in your gratitude journal. Some people do a daily entry into their gratitude journal. That has amazing benefits. Some people do gratitude lists with their partners in their beds before they go to sleep. You literally just say three things you're grateful for from the day. Honestly, it really has an impact. It makes such a big difference. Um, so... The other examples that the that the study gave for why for things that you can do that will enhance um, that that will cultivate gratitude is counting your blessings. So I mean it's pretty much the same thing. Um, praying. So if you have religious beliefs or spiritual beliefs, prayer is also a, a way of connecting to that source of of you know of of saying this is what I have, this is what I've been given, this is what I'm grateful for. And then also things like mindfulness and meditation. Um, it's really about focusing your mind and saying, "Here I am, in this moment, and this is what I have, and this is what I'm. This is what I consider my my blessings, um, and and it's real to me. It's meaningful to me. So those are some things that you can do. But why don't we do it? If we, I mean. I'm assuming that quite a few of you may already know about gratitude um, or at least about this idea that gratitude is so beneficial. Um, and if you followed me, you'll know that I talk about it all the time. But why don't we put ourselves out there and just share, you know, what we're grateful for or, um, can, you know, connect with our own gratitude lists every now and again? So I think if I can kind of reflect back on what I was saying at the beginning of this of the episode – when we are confronted with sort of positivity or people kind of saying like, come on, put a smile on your dial, you know, it's it's irritating. It's irritating to be told when you're having a shit time, just be happy, you know, just just feel good. Um, we resist actually leaving that that um that crap place that we're in. And there's actually amazing research. Um I don't have the study on on hand right now, but I've read it before. There's amazing research to show that actually we get addicted to negative thoughts and negative feelings. And um we really start to feel this like I remember a client once described it to me as a sad blanket. You like you hold on to this pain, but it's sort of comforting. It's sort of comforting to wallow in your misery. And um it's really true. So and, and there's all sorts of other kind of societal and cultural reasons for this. I think we've like totally um romanticized like darkness, you know, like you know. I don't know, like in in music and in popular culture, there's there's so much 
more cool. It's like be, like being hardcore and dark and like serious. It's so much more cool than being um, cheerful and fun and delightful. You know, that's it's kind of. You know, it's like how people say, oh, pop music. But I mean, hello, I just want you all to know I freaking love pop music. Like, let's let's just remember that pop music is selling more than anyone else. And there's a reason for that. And, and that's because people want to connect with that sort of that feeling of of lightness, you know, of of levity, of not being so serious, I think. So, yes, I think... We have to get past our own barriers of, you know, the, the voices in our head that goes, oh, that's so uncool and oh, it's not going to work and oh, it's, you know, it's a waste of my time and it's silly and all of that stuff. I think all of that is just really just fear, fear of finding an, an, uh, a new pattern, a new, a new thought pattern, a new way of being. I think we stay in our old thought patterns and we hold on to the crutch of of like neurosis um, rather than to free ourselves and then have to take responsibility for our own existences because we're now free and liberated and um, yeah, and in the unknown. So my challenge to you is today take take the challenge take the gratitude challenge i'm here to challenge you i want you to attempt to use gratitude in your life somehow um to try and make it a practice and i want you to ask you to let me know how it goes um so the next time you realize that you are having a bunch of negative thoughts you are taken into a dark place because the thing is you need to know that th- those thoughts have an impact on how you feel and how you behave. And um, as soon as you're feeling that and you're aware of it, I want you to start using a gratitude exercise, whatever one you want to do. It's just taking the moment to instead of grumbling about what you don't have or being pissed off or sad about something, to instead just focus your mind on that which you do have and that's what you can be grateful for. Um, check it out. See how it works. See if it makes a difference. Now, just remember... When I say make a difference, I'm not talking about now the difference between going from sad of of like 10 out of 10 sadness to zero out of 10 sadness. When we talk about a difference, we're talking about a shift. It doesn't have to be a radical shift. doesn't mean that you are not going to be depressed anymore or you are you know, not going to feel sad feelings anymore or that moment is going to be a perfect happy moment. It's about just alleviating it. So did it shift? Did it change? Did it reduce? Did you find any reduction in those negative symptoms? Um, Any reduction is good enough. If it went down from a six to a five or a six to a four, great. That's good enough for me. I don't need you to you know, go have a radical change. It's not about radical shifting. It's about it's about incremental shifts. So just be aware that that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the gentle alleviation of symptoms. So yeah, I'm all for it. And I'd love to hear how your gratitude exercises go. And yeah, thanks for listening to me today. And please subscribe. And we'll speak to you soon. Cheers. This podcast is recorded at Edible Audio in Cape Town, South Africa. Edited by Edible Audio. Original music by Alex Smiley.